really get into the nitty-gritty behind monsters from different lore. However, there is a general focus on D&D. We are players and DMs, so we draw from our experience with different tabletop RPGs. And we tend to go off on tangents every so often. If you're looking for facts and historical value, this may not be the podcast for you. But if you love discussing monsters and all of their potential just for fun, then we got you covered. Adult content warning, and with all that out of the way, my name is Dylan, and I'm joined once again by my two brave monster hunters. I'm Alex. And I'm Melina. And this is Mornings with Monsters. Awesome. Today we are discussing the creepy underwater humanoid menacing kappa. Tell me about it, guys. The kappa. It's a weird, weird mythological creature. Well, I don't think any of us knew too much about this little guy before deciding to pick him other than what he kind of looked like um i didn't even know what he looked like we just we normally decide right after we record our previous episodes so i've only known for like a week okay fine two weeks we can break (laughs) the illusion that we record once a week (laughs) if you guys are in the same boat and we are you know obviously monster experts who didn't really know this monster it's uh japanese in origin it's really really old it's one of the yokai the big three it is a river spirit it's a little turtle like humanoid with a depression in its head uh where it holds water it has beak it's sometimes depicted with the shell on its back sometimes not depending on the region of japan that it comes from they're scaly, they're green, and they're mean. Um, sometimes. Sometimes. That's true. I mean, I don't know, because like most of the stuff that I researched were very clear in being like, you know, if you rip off a kappa's arm or if you uh, tr- like trick it to get all of the water out of its head, like they will pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah, which is super, it's such a conflicting uh thing right because it loves playing games and sumo wrestling but to sumo wrestle it has to bow and you know that loses all of its power yeah it's it's like it loves doing the activity uh that forces it to on its head it holds (laughs) the water from its homeland and that gives it its power, at, like its strength and cunningness, or whatever the fucks. So probably yeah, so also I, its adherence to freaking good, polite manners. <laughs> are you? I mean, see, I don't even know that because it's like maybe like when the water is in its head, you have the ability to befriend it, and then when the water gets spilled out or it's weak, then you just have the ability to like enslave it, essentially. I can see that. I mean, like, they can't really do anything without the water. Like, not that they're, like, extraordinarily unhappy. Like, you could enslave it and, like, you know, but or you could just, like, control it and be like, you're now my, like, my creature. Sure, you could possibly befriend it, but I'm guessing it it wouldn't genuinely be your friend. It would just be, like, a docile creature that knows it doesn't have the strength to not be your friend. I heard a couple of things that 
<clears throat> we're saying that like you could actually befriend one like normal yeah and it would like like the medicine ones that was really interesting where like people who wanted to be doctors or something will go and like figure out a way to befriend a kappa just so like the kappa will share its extensive natural medicine knowledge yeah it the the kappa are genuinely credited for a lot of stuff in japan like early medicine treatments like setting broken bones like the knowledge of setting broken bones in japan is is like hey the kappas came up with that and they didn't teach us until we stole one of their arms and then they we gave it back to them and then they were indebted to them but my goodness they they build stuff there's literal like places in japan where like they say the kappas built and like a lot of stuff like that they're yeah. all over the place in Japanese culture. It, it almost feels like um, the the Japanese version of the Cyclops, but that that like didn't get buried under shame. <laughs> yeah, I honestly. That, yeah. Well, and it says like the other other than medicine, one of their biggest contributions to like um, helping human society would be like their uh their ability to help with like irrigation and then um yeah that makes sense just like red crops and stuff yeah well because you think about it in like japan it's like a lot of that land is used for like growing so yeah um yes yeah, underwater farms he, stuff like that they can help irrigate the land, and then I believe it's regarded as a mark of good fortune um, if a family receives, uh, like, fish from Kappa. Yeah, yep. Like, Which, if they leave a family a gift of fish, it's like, oh, shit. That's in well standing, you know what I mean? We're not going to And then, is it, did you guys hear what their favorite food is? Cucumbers? Yeah, cucumbers. Oh. Weird. Hold on. In Japanese lore, it's it's cucumbers. In D and D lore, it's horse meat. It, yeah. No way. It is horse yeah. meat. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I read horse meat first, and then I read cucumbers, and I was like, very different. Very that's different. So, I. That's so funny. I wonder what what Japanese people will say when they read the D and D lore, and they're like. No. <laughs> They're like, no, not right. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we get some of that, too. Like, yeah. the way you think of certain monsters, they aren't depicted uh, the same way in D&D. Especially, like, if people don't know anything about D&D dragons, and then they come into D&D mm -hmm. dragons, like, they're like, wait, what? They could talk and turn into humans? And yes. A lot. Yeah. I think it's hilarious actually that's one of the biggest things i encounter when i am telling like telling my friends uh about D, &D and, and like about the campaigns is when we encounter creatures that they are aware that are are creatures whether mythical or like real that are you know based on something um they're like wait that shit can talk and <laughs> D &D, you can talk to it yeah I'm like, yeah talk pretty much anything if you're if you if believe you hard have the language yeah it's rare <laughs> not to be yeah if you believe hard enough roll for <laughs> belief um 
Yes. <laughs> like everything pretty much un at least understands a language, if not speaks one of the la many languages. Um, but even if it doesn't, you can link minds with it. You can cast Awaken tongues. It. Yeah. Put yeah. Eyes of sentience. Yeah, you can literally it's talk to a, a weed in, in someone's backyard if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Speak There's to so non-sentient things, things, although what and what isn't sentience in D&D &D is it, that's, yeah. that's a philosophical abstract, question that yeah. could take a whole episode oh for sure there's many episodes that describe the actual language of D&D &D. how's that guys um <laughs> no uh oh wait so this kappa though i'm i think i'm kind of excited because as far as D&D &D goes um the last time that a kappa was uh, given like stat blocks was third edition. Oh wow! Oh, with um, like D and D opening up to uh the Japanese culture, I think we're gonna get this huge influx whenever they do end up doing um like releasing. So I think they're in the works with like a five point five or something or yeah, a six edition. I can't remember. Um. But whether I hope I hope they do a five point five because I think fifth edition everybody's loving right now. But I if they do like why. a sixth edition, that draws in a lot of like the advances that we're going to get from Japanese culture being introduced to D and D in the way that it is. Because I think we've already talked about it. If you have not watched the trailer for D and D in like for Japan, fucking go watch it. It's so amazing i thought i i don't know what i thought i was watching but i was just like this is incredible i cried um, i know you <laughs> yeah i guess this is our i guess this is our like uh shout out to japan a little bit now that they're entering the D, &D world i mean doing one welcome and uh, good adventures because we are very excited to watch what comes out of you like yeah hail and stoked. well met travelers uh -uh. <laughs> No, for sure. Oh, I'm super. <laughs> um, yeah. I honestly, we could get a whole new monster manual just from all the crazy stuff out of Japan. I mean, they have so many awesome <laughs> things. I mean, guarantee, like anyone that picks up D and D wants to make new stuff or add stuff that's not already in the game because we can never be content with the unlimited content there already is. I mean, absolutely. The Kappa, for example, is really, really cool. I think we'll get um, some cool stuff out of them. I think... Yeah, uh, it would be fun to... Oh, never mind. We'll, we'll address that later. Not, yeah, I mean... Um, yeah, we don't... Getting ahead of myself. I know what you're talking too about. excited. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the yokai and the, the ghosts and, like, the uh, undead spirits and stuff that they have yeah. uh, are really, really interesting. So, so super excited to see what comes out of that. Uh, especially, like maybe translated modules and stuff might be mm -hmm. really cool like if they're making cool. full-blown yeah. like uh japanese modules and then they you know i'm sure they will right there's there's a lot of really really creative so. people oh, that'd be great yeah that'd be I'd, I'd love to play in like and i mean i would assume that that's how they're getting D D now like they'll be getting translated modules. yeah oh i'm sure, I'm sure. english that exists there in like translated shit already but mm -hmm. oh my god i can't wait for it to be the opposite like yeah now we just gotta wait for the the other way 
I want to translate their shit. Exactly, yeah. Give us the imports. Think about it, and it's like, as far as, like, imaginative storylines and creatures, it's like, every culture does it to an extent. But I don't know, like, maybe it's just because, like, I... Like, they have such a huge presence in the media, and, like, I had a childhood and adulthood that, like, is, that has had a big presence of, like, anime and animated shows and movies and blah, like, and, like, Miyazaki is my favorite animator, like, so it's, I feel like there's, there's already, like, I kind of lost my train of thought. Not thought, like, not gonna lie. But it's, like, a, it's a huge, expansive world of of creativity that, as in so much as D and D, we haven't really tapped into it yet. You exactly. know, like like all of this shit already. We're all very influenced by it. Yeah. Yep. But not I for D and D specifically. They do. I'm excited for like a couple of years from now. We're gonna get a a big wave of like. TTRPG isekai where like people oh, yeah. are like getting sucked into role playing games <laughs> instead yeah. of video games. <laughs> oh yeah. Like oh, I yeah. guarantee that. that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, no, that would be super cool. In fact, I might I mean, make I that. Like, <laughs> no, that would be. I feel like Sword Art is like such a close thing already like for me personally. Like that was probably the first like what is that I don't That's my I intro anime too. Like, uh, I don't, because I don't really count Dragon Ball Z because I was like a child, you know? Uh, yeah. But like, Sword Art was definitely like, I I want to do that. Yeah. I want to get, get locked in a game, please. <laughs> it's a good mix between game life and um, it not being fully like a game. Like, they make you. They made you like learn cooking skills and all that stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm like, I just think it's so fun. I don't know. Like, and I'm not a video game person, so I know like you guys have more relation to playing the games and seeing an anime like that. But for me, I relate it completely to like being thrown into a D and D realm log, as a human. Log and I'm like, Horizon oh was better. What is it? Log Horizon. Much better. Log oh, Horizon. Watch that. Yeah, you should, is you, it in the same vein? Oh yeah, they get sucked into a, the same kind of like uh, MMORPG, except for they stay in the same one, and they have to level oh, up, and then they end up doing like raids and stuff by season good. three. That does sound. Um, <laughs> but so that's... can we talk about the weird part of, of the Kappa that they've like devolved into such a like chibi? Yeah, cute little guys everywhere. And they're like everybody's mascot. Like uh-huh. every company like has Everyone a loves them. They are That's like... their mascot. It's so funny. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they're strange. Like, because they, they have such a, like, they're such a menace, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, I mean, whether you feared them or respected them. Like, oh my god. They they like stopped kind of being that and now are like disseminated into pop culture like little everywhere, yeah. Little sprites, super cute. Yeah, I d- I thought they would be. I think I've seen these before and I you didn't. Have. I've only ever seen the like chibi version of it. Yeah, the cute yep. little green guy with yep. the weird looking hair thing. In fact, did you know a fun fact I learned yesterday is that Bowser 
from Mario is literally like a Kappa in that some versions of Bowser's name literally means Kappa. Like, yeah, Koopa King. That they're no, Kappa. Mm-hmm. Pretty close. Yep. <laughs> no difference. And like uh, the, that makes sense based on the way he looks. It's just a Oh yeah. He, he's just 100%. he doesn't have the weakness, which is why he's the king. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> which is great. Can't he's just pull. furry instead of scaly. Some oh, of them scaly. Yeah, he's he's scaly. He's got a big old like uh like 80s hairdo. Mm, mm-hmm. But um I forgot about the bouffant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty epic. Um, yeah, I mean, they're basically like another, I don't want to say like Pikachu, you know, but they are huge, you know. They they're are cute. Everyone knows. Everyone's seen it. But like uh, not just a single version, you know, which I kind of yeah. like better. You mm-hmm. know, like it's like if everybody was responsible kind of for being able to draw like a new version of Pikachu while it being Pikachu, you know. Yeah, just. I mean, yeah, just based on the, like, Yeah, exactly, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, cool, that's your new logo, and it's, like, totally accepted. Nintendo won't come after you. Yeah. <laughs> Can't make an electrified rat, um, but you can make a Kappa. No, they're, they're, they're cool. I, I feel like I've seen them a bunch without realizing I've seen them a bunch, you know? A hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> I think I knew, like, I I hadn't seen them as much as I had heard about them. And, I mean, especially now that you're throwing Bowser in there, I'm like, yeah, that makes oh, yeah, a million sense. Everyone's so seen much Bowser. Sense. Uh. Everyone's seen Bowser. Yeah. Um, especially, like, the wrestling aspect of it. Yeah. 100%. They're very, they're very ingrained in, like, a lot of, like, super popular and super like classic uh, Japanese activities so it makes sense I mean and and just kind of the concept of them I think makes sense that they're so popular to me they're kind of like the fairy tale you tell your children maybe not so much anymore but um, like they they to me seemed like they served a big important purpose like they basically were a warning of the dangers of the river and you know yeah. you know like you don't jump in the the, the river by yourself as a child because there's kappas but really yeah, it's just because it's dangerous you know yeah, so exactly yeah it's kind of like the it, to me it feels like something like man. little red riding hood like being another right. thing for don't read a book by its cover it's just it's just another lesson yeah. to be learned through a creative and memorable way um while also being like, don't fucking go there, kid. Yeah, don't. Yeah, I'm sure it was dangerous. I'm sure it probably still is if you don't know what you're doing. But Right, I don't fuck with rivers. I mean, there's so many things throughout history that, like, have just been, like, villain, villainified. Villainified. Vilified. Vilified, yes. Yeah. They have been vilified just so we stay away and, like, even now we're just learning and researching them because people were so scared of the stigma for years that it's like things people just want things certain things to be evil so everyone just stays away because it's easier yeah look at volcanoes the way that we 
to write about volcanoes and like deify them, you know, always the terrible gods. demon names and stuff. Yeah. Um, but now it's like I think it was the gods <laughs> too. Did Olympus? you see like when uh, the volcano in Iceland was like going off for like forty five days in a row? And like people were just like going down there and like chilling, watching the lava like expand and shit. Because we we all know so much about science now that like we know we, what how we know what is yeah, and how that's going down and like when and where we can do things like that. It's pretty yeah. interesting, you know. I would still be terrified of like I would still be terrified of going and watching something like that just because it's like. Well, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's like, let me drive into this like collision so I can see the collision. Like, <laughs> well, it depends on how like, violent it's. Is, but it's like, yeah, the, like that's one thing I've always like. I always get on like, especially anime because it's the most the easiest way to do it. Like, things standing so close to fucking lava, and I was like, you'd be dead. You'd be fucking dead. Uh, it depends. Like, it like, depends. Like there's a all over like molten lava, basically. Yeah, that has like a a, a thin crust. And That's as true, as... but like flowing lava typically doesn't have a thin crust on top. I don't know. I, don't, I, people I, aren't like walking on that, but you can yeah. walk right next to it and be fine. Yeah, I saw Bill Nye poke it with a stick before. Yeah, like you can Maybe walk next I have to lava. A weird concept of how hot lava. Mm -hmm. is. No, I mean like, it is very hot. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, it still but it tastes doesn't like radiate. No, it it doesn't like consume all the oxygen that there is, and that's the part that it would be dangerous. Like when okay, it starts so to think... like, you yeah, know, that's really consume and then become fire, but it's not fire; it's lava. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you were standing okay. in Mount Doom, that may be a little unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but if you're outside and, and of Mount Doom, because that's yeah, you know, like, but like, yeah, you know, people go to people are in Hawaii, like walking around the lava all yeah. the time, you know, because it it literally happens every day. The more you know, yeah. But this, I mean, don't touch it. Don't like, touch I, it. We don't walk on it. Say, like, don't <laughs> disclaimer. Don't play with lava. Yeah, like, please don't. No, it's not a good. And I was just about to say, like, bringing it back to the river, like, I don't really go, you know, deeper than my knees when it comes to rivers. You know what I mean? And and it's because it doesn't really matter, like, where you are on the river, if it's calm, if it's deeper than your knees, like, you could get taken and, and you would never know, you well, know, like. An untracked, an untracked river, like. We've, I don't. I don't go in those. Yeah, we've <laughs> been on like. We go to the same river every single year since yeah. like we're basically born. We've still had people get stuck in that river yeah. in weird situations, like yeah. no, whether 100%. the river changed a little bit. Like there was, I remember there was one deep spot. My brother's friend got his kayak. Like we couldn't get his kayak to move because his there was like a mini whirlpool that was keeping him in place and nobody could fucking get him out of it that's and it's terrifying. like yeah it, and like thankfully like the river is very shallow like maybe in that spot it was like 6 feet deep or something which okay. like is deeper like it there had a couple deep spots and we knew that as soon as we could get him but it was like we spent so long just trying to get him off of this one spot in the river. And that's on that, the like, laziest of rivers. That, like, probably wasn't even there the next year. 
on the laziest of fucking rivers that we had already by like age what 16 probably is when that happened for you like we had already mastered that river so like like we had already been down it like 10 times at that point like in our, at least in our life so the you you just never fucking know when it comes to water, especially like murky waters, especially waters from way back when, when no one's ever even fucking seen that water river before, river water before. Who knows what's in it? Definitely we still don't know. Water is terrifying. Definitely yeah. Kappas. Definitely. They are there. Kappas can see underwater because they have a translucent eyelid. Oh. I love those. I don't know if you guys read that. I, I mean, think, at maybe. least D&D lore. No, like, um, I think that, that makes sense. A lot of, like, underwater creatures do. I know dragons do and flying creatures do because of, like, the wind. Um, the yetis do. Yeah. yeah the yetis do because of the, the chill totally wind. Yeah, I couldn't remember like, if I read that for kappas or something else, but it, I think I read it for yetis. Um, yeah, I mean, they're literally, like beware of the kappa signs posted on rivers and uh lakes and stuff it's crazy yeah i'm kind of into that that's really fun that's like like ingrain ingrain that, that into like your subculture so that like you can not only ironically post things about it but like also unironically post it yeah people know? i think people really think it's there i mean sometimes yeah that's like right. that's like having beware of bigfoot signs on trails and shit it's like no one's ever actually. I mean, seen I'm it. sure that there's like beware of the Jersey Devil signs in Jersey. Probably, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, there's there's Bigfoot crossing signs. They they no there's yeah. Freaking like, beware of uh, uh, extraterrestrial life in Nevada. Like there's there's signs ever anywhere. There's rumor. There's a sign to beware of it. Um. Also, I just read uh, that. In the environments where humans would settle near water where there was already kappas, to coexist, they would write or carve their family name into, like, food, items, like, off whatever their offering is. And they would throw it in the water so that way they they knew who the offering was from, yep. like the kappas did. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> that begs the question, does... How many languages do Kappa know and can Kappa read? Probably. That's a good question. I actually it, don't know. It kind of seems like they can have, speak the the language of the land. The common language almost. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it Does seems, that mean they can read? I would assume. They know. They, they're smart. I've heard some things where it's like they are the yokai of, like, water deity. Yep. And that they also are, like, one step away from the water yokai hmm. deity, and that, like, they commune with that deity, and that, like, so I'm assuming that there's, like, some greater intelligence with them that gives them the ability to basically, like, fay you, you know what I mean? Like, meet yeah. you where you are and, and basically enter into deals, like, no matter what language you speak or or what, you know? Yeah, they are so. very fey in nature. I mean, at least like in similarities, like the pranks that go a little bit too far, and the deals, mm -hmm. and the like mm -hmm. being bound to certain 
things through contrast. And like the weird, quirky weaknesses and yeah. where they live. And... Uh, yeah. I see, but I, I do feel like as far as like our lore, I agree. As far as D&D lore, I feel like they they lean more towards like goblin-esque creatures than they do sure. yeah like, they, they are very evil sounding in the D D lore mm. yeah like they're just they're more like they're almost more like slightly trickstery but just more of a, a slight more of a menace like it's you have to do a little bit more to appease them i think like not so much violent as goblins but like also not so like like easy to barter with as like the human war. Yeah, like less like um like less fey dealy as much as like I'm going as more of like a a shady deal than a fey deal. Like mm-hmm. it's more of like a trickery a trick like it's more of a trick than I uh like a miss uh like oh I'm I'm I, you didn't just you just didn't listen to the words that I said like the fae do kind of things. It's like a fae like, um, goblin kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like it's just a little bit more brute than it is like the elegance of the fae. Like I just feel like that aspect is less there than and I feel like sense. you have <laughs> to have like that cunning elegance in fae nature to make those kind of deals where like the people think you're not even doing anything essentially yeah like, like our they lack the sinister aspect mm. that they do you know? yeah like they're they're less like yeah they're less inconspicuously sinister and more yeah. like you have to look at them and you're like this is a this is a bad creature unless i do the right things and befriend it correctly yeah. like or beat it in a like physical match of exactly contest. Yeah, I feel like it's more that. Like, they aren't as, like, we're dead as when you see a horde of goblins coming at you. Like, they they can be reasoned with a little bit better. But, That's like... I, don't know. Or, I, yeah, would, you, you can... I would be scared if I ran into a Kappa. Oh, me too. Absolutely. Me, as, a, as me. Maybe Just if I one? was a adventurer. Well, now that I know about them, maybe not. But, like, you see a scaly fish guy crawl out of the water and like they're cute in the cartoony in the cartoony depictions, but seeing one in real life would probably be fucking terrifying. <laughs> okay, especially like the like Japanese lore ones. Those are I'm sharing my screen so you guys know which one I'm talking about. These ones are oh, yeah. like even creeper creepier, I feel like. That's one of the I think one of the first like depictions of one like the drawings of one mm-hmm. and um what do you feel like the first is sometimes probably the most accurate like well honestly it makes me think of like the the shelled dinosaurs um there yeah, there was certain like... yeah i, I mean it could have literally could have found that like something that was similar to that or seen at a distance or seen like the uh, remains of one of like a ancient creature because i'm pretty sure there was like lizards on all fours that had shells yeah yeah that absolutely makes sense yeah no i just find that very yeah that's very scary as hell <laughs> scary yeah. as well, they're just... the river i would be terrified but if like if like the second version walked out, you know 
Yeah, just like a silly, goofy guy walking up with water on his head. Yeah, maybe not. I'd be like, all right, well, either I'm going to be very polite or I'm going to run away because you probably can't catch me. No, I saw like a 5e, uh, someone made like a a template for um, the Kappa uh, as a a playable race, and it was like they didn't have very much movement speed. (laughs) They had a lot of swim speed, but... They were... Also, like, much more cutesy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. If you're going to play Kappa, you want the cute one, right? Maybe Go not. Charisma. <laughs> Maybe not. I'm sorry, if I'm going to play a fucking, like, Dis- Disadvantages or- on or running that- and jumping. I mean, water's going to spill out of your head. That's, <laughs> it yeah. does make sense, yeah. That does make sense. <clears throat> Look, I'm fucking creating a that. dome around my head. And yeah, something. I'm getting like, a clear glass bowl and attaching it. I would, I would spill that shit every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. You can't lay it out. <laughs> I guess you sleep you in the water. And, and like honestly, man, my rolls are not consistent enough <laughs> to be like playing something like that. That one, <laughs> spill your water every time. It is. Yeah. I think that's fair. Every time you take every nat one, you're stunned for ten minutes or until someone fills oh. fills your head a bowl. See, I would say, like, if you roll a nat one, you not only spill your bowl, but you get disadvantage on your next day's roll. I don't want to play that race. (laughs) Yeah, because I feel like a threshold could spill your bowl. You know what I mean? Like like a six and under or something. Yeah, not to mention if you're knocked prone, stunned, grappled. And you have no fucking control over that. Yeah. Yeah. You just fail your save, you're done. I mean... Stand up straight. It, it would be like every single time you spill the water, you're essentially under the charm person spell. Pretty much. I feel like, yeah, that's... No, thanks. No, thank you. <laughs> be a fun, would be a fun uh, NPC. But uh, before we talk about that, I think we should take a short break. Hey, guys. Welcome to the middle of the episode kappa today interesting pick on us if you would like to hear about something even more interesting maybe something uh, specific you can always uh, request a certain monster or topic uh, and you can let us know at morningswmonsters at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you get some feedback chat whatever and uh, we just have to give a shout out to at Cake on Instagram for our amazing cover art as always. Thank you so much for listening. I uh, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Uh, and it's about to get weird. Just a warning. Also, uh, audio issues. Uh, there, there was someone mowing the grass out, outside my house when we recorded this, apparently. And I couldn't scrub all of it. So, just be warned. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much again. Make sure you tell everybody about Mornings with Monsters. That's it. I'll let you get back to the rest of your episode. Enjoy. Alright, we've filled the small bowl-shaped crevices in our heads again with coffee and water. Uh, and now we're back to discuss the Kappa once again. Um, so, I guess we, we may have answered this, but where was the first time you saw a Kappa? Or was it not until recently? 
I guess. I mean, like Bowser. Until right? I was little, Bowser was a Kappa. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess my whole life, because, yeah, Bowser. Bowser, yeah, for forever. Um, I guess, like, the first time I saw a Kappa that I knew, what, like, oh, this is a Kappa, was probably One Piece. Mm-hmm. And it, if anyone watches One Piece, that wasn't until, like, very recently. Oh, okay, so In I In the thousand episodes, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, no, very I recently, think. as of recording this episode, maybe a year. They were there That's was one. For yeah, I mean, introduced <laughs> into the main storyline. He's like a, yeah, like a main character now, kind of. Oh, he is. Not not like in the crew, but he's uh one of the arc that they're in. He's one of the main um, main players and the the point of contention for the current ongoings. Um. But he he didn't have a I don't know if he had a bowl of water on his head but he was called a kappa he had like long blonde hair and he was a samurai he was like a total badass so it was interesting cool. other than that there was probably like a kappa in like original Dragon Ball and maybe the fillers or something but um it just seems like yeah, something there would be yeah like, something that like young Goku killed. yeah. Goku fought a lot of like the old school like um, Japanese monsters. And he stuff. killed a lot of. He those killed monsters. a lot of them. Yeah, he did. Um, His kill count in that show is like unreasonable. Yeah, I mean, he even took down like the entire like Dragon Ball version of Nazis like from the top mm-hmm. down. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's why he doesn't kill like in the Z saga anymore. You know, he's he has too much blood on his hands from his childhood. Yeah, he's done. Like <laughs> My before God! He, before he controlled himself, <laughs> right? He was a monster. Um, he was. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I guess Bowser. I guess everyone who's listening. I mean, you're not listening to this probably and have never played a Nintendo game. Like, yeah. I, oh, I, I mean, maybe. I would hope so. If, like, I mean, come on. If you're listening to this and you've never seen or heard of Bowser. I'm impressed. Yeah, like, get How'd in you touch fi- with us. How did you find I'd us? To, yeah, I'd love to chat with you. What what's <laughs> life decisions led you towards listening to this podcast? Um, okay, so... Turns out, there. I mean, like, obviously, if we would have grown up in Japan, we would have seen them a lot more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. 100%. I, I just did a quick little thing to see if there was any... Honestly, the the ones that came up are a 2010 movie called uh, Death Kappa. I heard about Death that. Death Kappa? Then, oh, is it like Death Kappa? Yeah. Uh, Death Kappa. It, honestly, like the poster, for, it's looking some type of way. It kind of looks <laughs> like... It kind of looks like a fat Godzilla. Like Hell yeah. That's what like, it is. They said that it's a Godzilla, but if Godzilla was Kappa. If Godzilla... <laughs> was fat and then there's that's another one fat. summer days with crew and that was a 2007 uh animated movie that looks very cutesy um so i'll just show you that right there real quick um <laughs> oh yeah look at that wow that's cool though i like that like, one. my kappa companion this one too. Oh <laughs> hell yeah! Oh, I kind of want to watch that. I'm pretty sure that is well, Godzilla you know, in the back. I mean, it got a 4.6 out of 10. Like that's not the worst. That's pretty damn bad. That's horrible. I mean, it, that's less than 50 percent. I mean, 
okay, that would be I two point three like, out of five. What would you expect out of something else from like this? Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, based off that picture, maybe a two or a three. Kappa? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's where it's going at. Yeah. I'd almost rather and only watch. out of three hundred and ten rating. It's not bad. Oh, okay. So it's not not that popular. It's not like um, I'm looking at fucking Rotten Tomatoes. That doesn't exist. No. Um. Anyway. This Sorry. is the the question I've been a little bit, uh, you know, hesitant to ask because I think this is a harder one with these guys and also we're gonna have to talk about some stuff that we've uh, been avoiding uh, obviously to those of you who know anything about the kappa lore um, but uh, are they inherently good or evil and I would that I would say uh, okay let's just let's just get it over with we'll talk about the elephant in the room um, <laughs> they like butts yeah they really, they really like, like butts. butts. They 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 like specifically a fantasy organ that apparently is in uh, like the anus. It's like yeah. kind of like sphincter esque thing. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but I don't. They love that stuff. So they are also saying some places that like it's not anything fantastical, but like a way to your liver. Like that they take. Yeah, weird, and you know, but... it seems like it's messed up, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, all the things we've talked about so far are doing some pretty fucked up stuff. Like, the the I... lich literally has to kill a bunch of different kinds of babies to become a lich. That's true. Right? That's 100% He's... true. You're not I'm arguing saying. are they, like, more evil than a lich. No, you yeah, you're right, you're right. Also, like, I mean, oh, there's like... still... They're still creatures. They're still monsters. They just happen to be. They happen to love this one part of the human body, just like. Yeah, but dude, they wait in people's toilets. Yeah, because it's the like, easiest way to get to it. Yeah, you see, <laughs> that's forethought and like. You know what? Else, I found out <laughs> that I wish I didn't know. Um, I I guess there used to be a thing called uh, fartists, and they were obviously prey of prey to the kappa. So they were like masters of flatulence that would make like public shows of it, things like that. Um, I don't know if that's exclusive to like <laughs> old school Japanese culture, but it came up when I was reading about the the kappa. I did hear that kappa are really good at farting. Yeah. So there's a saying that I'm, like it basically translates to kappa fart, right? That they would say in the same way that we would say piece of cake. Like, it's yeah. as easy as a Kappa's fart, basically. Oh. oh. So they're... Okay. I don't so necessarily... super flatulent. I'm going to start saying that and making everyone <laughs> feel really uncomfortable. Because yeah, they're not going to know what I'm talking about. No one's going to oh, know. Oh, yeah, that's, just, that's a Kappa's fart. Like, what? Clearly. <laughs> Obviously. Um, walk away with no explanation at all. <laughs> um... So I don't, honestly, I don't know if that makes them more evil. I mean, the uh, farting? No, the, I mean they're oh. definitely chaotic evil. Like, <laughs> yeah, because whether or not like their intention is like for the deed to be inherently evil, the like the act is the act. It might be evil, but their goal is, I think, more chaos than it is evil. Which like. Chaos is 
I think chaos sits in its own category outside of good and evil a lot of the times because, like, a lot of the time what you're looking in chaos, looking for in starting chaos is just something other than what's happening. Whether it be good, whether it be evil, like, change can't happen without chaos, and chaos is just, like, what some creatures crave, and, like, I'm not even gonna say there's not, like, a good portion of humans crave chaos, too, like... Yeah, and butt stuff. And butt stuff, exactly. Don't kill Alex here. Uh. <laughs> oh my god, I was not ready for that. <laughs> um, I mean, it's true though. Come on. Uh, I I don't think I agree, but I I don't even necessarily think I would classify them as chaotic. Uh, evil i mean i think they have a they have a drive sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say they're classified like that's their alignment in D. &D. yeah um no i get that oh but i'm here here to break that stereotype actually in three third edition they did break the stereotype they said usually chaotic neutral yeah and i was gonna say that makes more sense to me because they yes. don't give me the vibe of like, hey, I'm going to do this thing because fuck it and fuck you. They give me more of the vibe of like doing shit for no reason this way or that way. Like at least in the alignment sense. But yeah, I also see them like going either way. Like if you if a Kappa tries to steal your butt stuff and you snap off its arm and you give its arm back to him, boom, you got a lifelong companion which is a weird super niche thing, but apparently that's the way to do it. I mean, I want, they well, also, I mean, that's still up to you though, to trust that that's true. It is a lifelong companion. And like, he did just, you're try, not going to steal your butt. He just tried to steal your butt stuff. stuff. Yeah. And like, would he, <clears throat> that's the thing. Is that a promise that he would not steal your butt after that? I mean, maybe you'd, maybe you'd be willing to give him your, your butt stuff after a while. Like you build that companionship. Um, no, I'm just messing around. Okay. But um <laughs> but the I I I don't think they're all all bad, right? They they have this weird thing in them that makes them want to attack you for that, but like they're also they're also said to be like extremely polite. Like if yeah. like the main thing, the main way to like beat the kappa is just about to it. Because they yeah, basically like forced to bow back. Too. Yeah, they they yeah. have to bow back, and then boom, their their head juice is gone, and now. Uh, really, like there's no protection past that. Like it's everything I've read says they bow back. Yeah, like, yeah, they have to. They're like compelled. Yeah. Why I, do they like wrestling? I that's the part I really don't get. Like, why do they enjoy wrestling? Why do they like doing these? games that require them to do things to leave themselves powerless to immediately yeah but i mean imagine like you're a kappa and like you're you're pretty badass you know and like you can wrestle yeah. while keeping your head like level maybe that's what it is like it's a like, it's a way to test for them now, like in japanese culture a lot of the time like you still keep your head straight up like yeah it's like uh one of those like, yeah, I mean, maybe it sounds like the bow that they're doing spills the water, but like yeah. maybe when they're sumo wrestling, it's like a point of, yeah, maybe the that's how 
cool of a Kappa you are in Kappa society is like, it's kind of like the Dothraki in the Game of Thrones, like never cut your beard, like never spill your yeah. water kind of thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I am a Kappa who has never spilled. <laughs> you see that one like over there with the scar? Nothing. He's never spilled they his did. water. <laughs> Sounds less cool. Some say but... <laughs> he has a leaf from yeah. a thousand years ago. <laughs> Just floating there. I believe well, I there's moss like growing on the bottom of his scalp. They do have to, like, go back and replenish it. Yeah, I know, I know. And underwater, you can't really fuck with them. I mean, they're faster than you underwater. And yeah, they're stronger than that's you. That's where you don't want to see them. They put in their head underwater. Ideally, you want to see them, like, at, like, a... a what, what? A chessboard? Or, like, shogi? Or... <laughs> That's where you want to fight them. Is that a, a game? Because yeah. like yeah. they love that shit, which is weird. they do like a lot. Yeah, and <clears throat> like, it's why it's why I keep going back to them being fae because like yeah, they might be shitty, but like ooh, they love some Bruce, chess. <laughs> like, like yeah, they yeah. still like to fuck with games and chance and like they they're slaves to etiquette, which is that's a big thing for me when it comes to fae. Like they're very polite and. Most regular fae are, like, polite on a, like, veiled sense. Yeah. But these things are, like, polite to a fault, which is hilarious. <laughs> it me. is really like, funny. Still, still very, like, pixie-like. I think that's what I... I just didn't, like... I didn't... I don't know if I just didn't read the this... Like, I obviously, we didn't all read the same exact stuff for this. Um, sure, yeah. Yeah. I didn't get the that type of etiquette vibe from them and it might mm. just be like i'm blocked from the appearance of them just like they don't look like a creature that would have that much etiquette no, or like that yeah. much um like i feel like they would have like they might be like a creature of their word like kind of thing sure. like they're not cheaters or anything like a sphinx but, or something but yeah yeah like they're not like almost but it, to they're me, not going to cheat you. Didn't... They're still going to kill you, though. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's like they're yeah. They have more smarts than goblins, but they're deaf. I don't. They just don't. I get that though, because cunningness you... doesn't seem to come close to Fey for me. It personally. doesn't because you read a lot of the the D and D side of things, so there's yeah. none of that. There's none of that. Like, and see, I read lore in the barely D &D. any of the D. &D yeah, same. Stuff, I I went know? down the <laughs> rabbit hole. I, I went down D and D stuff. Yeah, and there's so much. They're way more developed as like a magical creature in real life lore. So I'm. Yeah. It's hard to reconcile in that difference. Yeah, I it's mean, it's kind me, of the opposite like, of some I, of the other stuff we've talked about. Yeah. You guys both came to me with the research saying that we were researching a problematic creature. So I went D and D route because like Fair. I knew that that D and D for for me personally, like not only as like a D and D player, but also like as a female, I was like, I'm gonna go down this route because like I know that it will just be easier for my brain to focus on like these aspects of of the kappa like i obviously still can st still can hear the menacing like nature of their uh lore yeah. and whatnot and how it where it comes from and i can still read on that but like it's just not like my favorite thing no um i get it i mean i so i i mean 
I do I do like sticking to a lot of the the D and DS things because those are the ones that like I can I can make a little bit more sense of it. Like I really enjoy the the real lore, especially Japanese lore. Um, but we meant I mentioned it a little bit on the break. It's like depending on who came across it, when they came across it, like especially Japanese lore, like that shit's so old. Like yeah. it's so it's from so long ago. It's and I like I don't even know what the like the most recent record is of like a story or anything. Cause yeah, they're they're stories, they're tales, they they everything is we I mean we can't say like we wanna say Bigfoot's real, we wanna say Cyclops exists. Like I believe that there was a world before like the one that we view now, yeah. but <clears throat> I don't know how in depth that goes. Like Yeah. So I don't know. It's like it's such a weird wrestling between like, well, if I read this folklore that is Japanese folklore, like how much am I gonna allow myself to say like this is like shit people experienced and then they like made a creature to like excuse it or make sense of it or blah 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 like yeah it's just like lore that all started because like somebody's daughter drowned in a river and they were like i have six other kids how am i not gonna pretty much it near the water like, <laughs> honestly which yeah. i'm sure was more the case but then and so it just like spirals into this like what else are this they blaming it, it's yeah it's like it's absolutely i mean and we can argue that that's how every creature and concept is born. Um, yeah, so, yeah, out I, of fear guess, or out of reason, you know. Yeah, like out of. I will say the one aspect that I think does bring the Kappa closer to the Fae in D and D lore is that they, depending on, there's like a subsection that um, can use magic. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I I feel like they are. It does, I'm not that surprised by that. Like the Kappa seem like they would be able to use magic. Or magical creatures, yeah. Yeah. I mm -hmm. mean, I think they can use some type of magic, but only while they have the water in their their bowl, kind of thing. Yeah, and they have to be. I'm sure it's. I think it's one of those like. Um. What a weird arcane focus. The bowl of water bowl on of your water. header. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I'm guessing it's probably also like one of those um it has to be somebody who has been able to like keep their water in their bowl. Their bowl their water has to be like Yeah. So whatever. From from their from their homeland or their or their river of birth. Hopefully it didn't dry up. That's um cool. <laughs> So I feel like we kind of talked about why they're misunderstood. Um Yeah. But um I, I don't think we've really talked about underrated or overrated, and I think this is more from a cultural standpoint. Like, yeah, in the East, probably overrated. In the West, severely Definitely underrated. underrated. <laughs> yep. Like, oh, yeah. we don't even know what they are. I mean, we didn't yeah. even know what they are, you don't really. Use yeah, yeah they're, they're not used. I think um, they are a very interesting concept, most parts of mm -hmm. them, and they could be used a lot more. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, we've come, <laughs> we've come to this this crossroads that we or this the end of the road that we that we always end up at. Uh, once again, 
I'll be asking you guys, how would you like to see them used in media or gameplay? I, I have a pretty basic one this time of how I would like to see them use less. I, I don't know. I feel like it's less creative, but like I was saying, I feel like they're very underrated in, um, certain senses and as they just make so much sense to me to be like the big bad at the end of a level three um module you know okay so i'm I'm saying like so you get your goblins you kill your goblins with a sword right you get your your kobolds you kill them with your magic sword right like there's pretty simple solutions for those things like smash whatever with the Kappa, you you got to be a little bit more creative because I'm assuming that if uh, I, I don't I haven't memorized the whole stat block or anything, but I'm saying there's I know there's like a vampiric uh, version of the Kappa in D and D, so you could like throw that in there. But I I think it would be interesting. Like there's this thing in the swamps that's been like stealing livestock and like children have gone missing. So you're tasked to investigate it and like you slowly learn like weird things somehow through the module and eventually you, it, it all kind of like comes to a point where you're fighting this Kappa that is more powerful more powerful than your party should be able to defeat because I think this uh, this creature has like built in like interesting gameplay like you wouldn't know but like if you bow to it, you've defeated it, you know? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. a really interesting concept. If you steal its arm, so you make its arm really easy to pop off, you know? Like, if you slash like one it... One strength yeah. uh, like, <laughs> challenge would be easy. Yeah, like, if, if, like, the barbarian sacrifices themselves and does a grapple attempt, like, maybe make its arm pop off on a good roll, and then, yeah. and then like... I don't know, give your party a, a vampire Kappa companion for a little while. Or, like, it's just a, it's just, it's so underused. Like, it's just such an interesting thing. Like, it's like this creature that's can be very dangerous, but easily mm-hmm. defeated through cunning. Like, I, I yeah. always enjoy the encounters that are solved through, like, you know, players playing the game in a way that's, like, more interesting than just kill it you know like if you can defeat an encounter and not have to like just attack the entire time that's more that's more interesting to me um and it just seems like a great opportunity in a early like early in a campaign to like get those creative um tactics going so that's all i had really for the kappa i mean i feel like a lot of the i mean you can make a comedy i guess with them but that might get a little weird or you know like a slice of life like found, found yeah found a kappa now we're best friends and it's an anime with a good music music score um yeah you guys got anything i feel uh, like it'd be cool to see like um like a small homestead settlement like next to a, a body of water and like so throughout like over so many generations the task of like um offerings has only been left to one person in the family so like only one person is like 
aware that these exist. And like, even then, they're not even necessarily aware of it by the time that it's their turn. Like, they've never seen them. They just randomly throw these offerings into the water in hopes that they will never see them and they will never come out. But then this person dies. And never tells, like, unexpectedly. Like, you know, gets whatever, like, killed by bandits or something. And then, like, this small homestead of, like, whatever. Or even if it was, like, a guild hall or something or whatever it was. Um, The next thing you know... You just have like a horde of kappas coming at you, coming at you from the water, and you have to either figure out what, how, why, when, where. That kind of um, gives me a Jaws vibe, like a fear yeah. a fear of the unseen until it's seen. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's really cool. Mind. Cool idea. Like uh, the key to not having this terrible thing happen is held by one person. And since they never told anyone and they were killed unexpectedly, the, mm-hmm. you know, the family secret wasn't passed down. That's always a scary thing yeah. to me. Like, if there's a yeah, fam- he- family secret, you got to tell, like, at least two people, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we... But, but if you don't, a it's more interesting. Thing. It's like, that's how the, the song of ice and fire gets lost eventually, and, like... Yeah, that I was. that's literally what it made me think of. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I was, I thought of that as I was saying, and yeah. I was like, oh, it's kind of like... And then the dagger ends up in the wrong hands, and then eventually the right hands. But, yeah, I mean, it it's is. just, you play a dangerous game when you pass on a super important secret from one person to one person. You play a dangerous game when you keep secrets. Yeah. It's true. Life lesson. Not saying that they don't, they, they're not necessary at some points, but, like... It's a dangerous game for sure, because you never fucking know what what could yeah. happen. When you play yeah. the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. <laughs> Clearly, all nerds. Any uh, media viewing for you, Alex? Um, it'd be funny to like come across a like small village of Kappa who like give no fucks about uh like etiquette or or any of that and like you could bow all day to them but like all they're gonna do is like go back to working out their shoulder ligaments so that their arms don't come off (laughs) and you just got a group of swole enlightened kappa yeah basically (laughs) tell you to go fuck yourself if you're if you're not here to lift or like uh you know be no fucking nerds (laughs) we're not playing chess with you we don't give a shit about kids. You want to lift more than me, bro? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Sumo <laughs> wrestle? I think <laughs> not. <laughs> MMA, bit. <laughs> Kappa hippos. <laughs> yes. That'd be. Oh my god. I would well, love to see we'll, that. Uh, what's the? We'll we'll just make a frat house full of Kappa. That'd be hilarious. Oh, Kappa. Yeah, I mean like Kappa Kappa. Kappa Kappa. <laughs> yeah, they already got the name. Kappa House. Oh God, it's terrible. All right, and like they're all like, "Wait, King, your water—it's about to fall." <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, we don't bend press. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, their neck muscles are just so strong. So can never, like, my head never falls. 
I never spit my water, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That was cool. All right. Oh, well, so I finally finished scaling this fish, and it kind of looks like mornings with monsters. So I'm going to try and throw it into the river to appease the Kappas. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, uh, Kappas? <laughs> you'll have to tune in next week if we're still around um, with all of our butt stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so sorry good. for all of that talk. Uh, that That's, that's going to do it, I think, uh, for Mornings with Monsters this week. Uh, we will see you next week with a new exciting and spooky monster. Woohoo! I'm Dylan. I'm Melina. And I'm Alex. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.